0: Hello and welcome to the Leaders Council Podcast, the podcast for the people who run the country and the people who keep the country running. You join us in yet another sunny day here in the Capitol. I'm Matthew O'Neill, and today, as always, we ensure that we have a variety of distinct perspectives on leadership. First, we're joined by Catherine Sachs Jones, Chief Executive of Become, the leading national charity for children and young people in care and young care leavers. Catherine, hello.
1: Good morning.
0: Good morning. Thank you so much for coming on the program. Now, normally we go straight into the subject of leadership, but considering the ongoing COVID situation, we must start there. How has this affected your organization?
1: Um, Hugely, actually. Um, Young people in and leaving care have been really, really affected by the pandemic. Um, Since lockdown started, we saw a 75% increase in young people coming to us for help. Um, and that was young people who are really struggling with increased isolation, with mental health problems, and also with financial hardship as a result of of, of losing losing jobs for young care leavers. Um, so a group who already, you know, some of those difficulties which were really being exacerbated. So big increase in 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 people coming to us for support at the same time overnight we had to move the way change the way that we delivered that support Um, and so we moved to doing everything virtually um, online we recognized that a lot of young people needed extra support really very isolated young people who who didn't have friends and family around them to kind of support them through through the through the lockdown didn't have other people to turn to so we increased the frequency with which we were in contact with the young people we were working with in some cases moving to daily check ins and we recognized too that there was a real issue around young people not feeling they had a community of support around them so we set up weekly online link-ups an opportunity for care leavers particularly to come together um, to socialize but also to kind of share what they were going to going through and to hear from others um, with similar experiences so big shift in terms of the kind of support needed the issues young people were facing and how we responded and at the same time we faced complete change and, and a reduction to our income as some of our fundraising streams just, just fell off, like events, for example, which were being cancelled, things like marathons and so on. So we have to quickly rethink our approach to fundraising and to making sure that we could, we could still bring in income um, to support the activity, which was, which was more needed than ever.
0: Now, of course, it is a very difficult area which you work within. Uh, under normal circumstances, what are some of the challenges that you have to deal with with uh, these young people?
1: Um, these are young people who, um, so young people kind of typically the reasons for going into care around abuse and neglect, going into care itself is is really traumatic. So these are young people who've been through significant amounts of trauma um, and going into care and leaving your family is, of course, is self-traumatic. Um, and unfortunately for a lot of young people, um, they face kind of ongoing instability within the care system. So too many young people find that they are kind of being moved between different homes. They don't have the opportunity to settle in one school or with one social worker. So although the care system can work for some young people, there are a number for whom it, it really isn't working as well as it should. Um, so they face a lot of challenges around mental health problems, um, you know, kind of struggling with the, with the transition to, to adulthood. Young people are expected to leave care often quite abruptly at their 18th birthday um, and expected to live independently without kind of being properly supported um, or, or prepared for that. So so lots of kind of holes and gaps in, in a system which, which still isn't working as well as it should be. Because, of course, when we take children into care, you know, the state is effectively taking over parental responsibility for those children. And the question we should all ask ourselves is, is what we're providing good enough for our own children? Would we be happy if this was what our own children were getting? And if the answer to that is no, which, which unfortunately too often it is, then we, we have to do better um, and create a system which gives all children the love and stability they need to thrive in life.
0: Now that's so important to be able to give people the skills to proceed. Do you feel that we as a society need to encourage that more in the general population um, as well?
1: Yeah, I mean I, I certainly think that we are not giving our our young people, um, all of our young people the skills that they need to succeed in life. Um, and I think there's a lot more we need to think about in terms of equipping young people with the the softer skills and the the kind of emotional uh skills um to, to navigate life, but also some of those practical skills you know knowing kind of how how you how you pay bills how council tax works how rent works how contracts work some of those those basic skills young people are not necessarily getting now for most young people they have you know parents they have family who can kind of support them with that and help them take those initial steps into independence But if you don't have a family to fall back on in that way and you're having to navigate a system which you've never been taught about and things you don't really understand, it's really very difficult and challenging. So I think definitely there's a need to better equip all of our young people, but especially young people who've been in care with the skills they need to navigate adult life.
0: Now, we should move on to the subject of leadership. I always like to start this part of the conversation off by asking the same simple question. What does the word leader mean to you?
1: I find that a really difficult question to answer because I think it can mean different things in different contexts. Um, And we need different things from our leaders in in different contexts. Um, Something that's been really important for me... Um, over the last few months particularly, is being compassionate as a leader, which isn't something that would always necessarily spring to mind when, when we think of our leaders. But I think it's been so difficult the last few months for people. It's been, you know, so challenging. And I think for this period particularly, having leaders who can relate to that, who can understand, who can recognise the difficulties that that people are going through um, and who can can be compassionate in response just feels like a really hugely important um, piece of the leadership puzzle at the moment.
0: Now, of course, everyone has a different style of leadership. How would you describe yours?
1: Um, I hope and I think that I'm compassionate and I think kind of with that goes, um, and authenticity i feel it's important for people to kind of get to know who i am who i really am um i'm quite open about that and i think by kind of sharing sharing you know th- th- things about me with others i think they in turn open up to me and it gives me the opportunity to develop um connections with people which which for me is a really um, important part of leadership um i think another thing is that i'm quite an optimistic person (laughs) even though that can sometimes feel difficult particularly you know in recent times but I think being able to retain that sense of optimism positivity that that things can get better that there is a better brighter future possible for us just feels hugely important and, and and particularly so at the moment.
0: Now, of course, uh, leadership is a learned behavior, as we've touched on earlier uh, in our conversation. How would you say that you got to where you are with leadership? Do you have any particular role models, or have you been shaped more by circumstance?
1: Um, It's a good question. I think... I wouldn't say I have... I I would say there are a lot of people I've learned from along the way, both kind of how to do things, and also ways in which I wouldn't want to do things. Things I wouldn't um, want to emulate. Um, I guess I've always been driven by um, a passion to try and make things better, and wanting to address social injustices and to make positive social change. Um, and I think that uh, that that kind of goal and passion has. Has, has probably been the thing that's most driven me. Um, and I guess I see leadership as something which which kind of helps towards that end. I, 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 I sometimes find questions around it difficult because um, if I'm completely honest, I still struggle slightly with kind of viewing myself as a leader in many ways, even though I, I know I am because... Um, I think a lot of it for me is about kind of collective endeavours and working together with people. Um, and, And that's something that feels really important.
0: Now, unfortunately, our time together is drawing to its close. But before I let you go, what does the next 12 months have in store for Become?
1: well um there's lots of exciting things actually you know what, what what the the kind of last few months have highlighted is that we 've long been wanting to do more things digitally, and that's happened really really quickly and we 're looking at kind of the opportunities created in the in the current climate to reach to reach more young people um, I think you know the need for our work is, is, is more needed than ever so we're looking at how we can be there for more young people how we can reach more young people and give them what they need um, over the coming period and we also recognize the importance of systemic change so we're really trying to increase our ability to affect um, policy government policy um, and practice so that we can create that wider systemic change and work towards creating a care system which provides all children and young people with the love and stability that they need.
0: Well, Catherine, thank you very much for coming on the program. It's been a pleasure to have you. And of course, you're always welcome back on the show. Catherine, thank you. Thank you. That was Catherine Sachs-Jones, Chief Executive of Become. And now, if you haven't heard it before, is Scott Chaloner's exclusive interview with Sir Jeff Hurst.
2: and those will have their consequences as well as a planned payback over many years. I think we've learned something over the last few months. We, we needed to take immediate action. We don't want another round of austerity equivalent from 2010 through to 2019. I don't think the nation, on the back of what's happened and the challenges we have, could take that. And therefore, we need a different plan, economic plan over a much longer period, just as we did from the Second World War all the way through to 2002, when the final American loans were paid off.
0: Now, of course, uh, one thing that's on everyone's lips, um, how much longer do you believe uh, that the lockdown can go on for?
2: I believe that we need to be substantially back in action as an economy,